What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kurt and Bob Show. He's Kurt. I'm Bob. Tuesday, February 7th here, Curtis. Not a whole lot going on. We got the Super Bowl this upcoming Sunday. We got a couple, just mm -hmm. a few highlights, a few uh, headlines here coming into uh, Super Bowl weekend. But, Curtis, what's uh, what's the word on the street? What news do we have? For sure, a few highlights and headlines, and we'll have a fun segment for you guys to kind of cap off a slow week because it's just the, you know, calm before the storm right for the super bowl so yeah. got a couple of good coaching hires today uh brian flores he was in the running ex miami dolphins head coach he was in the running for head coach for the 49 or sorry for the cardinals since uh the cardinals head coach cliff kingsbury booked his one-way ticket to thailand a few weeks ago um and then we had the Minnesota Vikings, uh, the defensive coordinator position. So he was between being a head coach again and being a defensive coordinator. He officially decided today he is going to be the defensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. Personally, respect to him. I'm a harsh critic of Flores because of the three years he was in Miami, but I think this is a smart move for him because head coaching, definitely definitely not his vibe. But defense, absolutely, like top, top of the top. So... I think it's a great pickup for the Vikings, which had an absolutely god-awful defense this year. Uh, what do you think, Bob? You think Flores could fix this one up? They got a lot of young talent on the defense, at least, right? Yeah, I really like Flores, and mm. I know, and, you know, I'm saying that because I'm not a Miami fan, so I never had the experience. <laughs> exactly. I, the, you guys had high hopes for him. I mean, I think everybody had high hopes for him when he came in as head coach for the Dolphins mm -hmm. a few years back. Um and he just underdelivered. Yeah, just couldn't get it done but, offensively. Like he defense yeah, was all right. Like, he turned the defense see that, totally I, around. Yeah, that's the thing about the like defensive coordinators. I mm -hmm. feel like I just feel like most of the time they're not great head coaches. Fair. I, I just Very I, that's fair. Just, that's just my opinion on that. I think you know defense wins championships, but like I don't know. I, I guess you can look at uh, not even for a NFL team, but you look at Kirby Smart for the you know the Bulldogs he's yeah. a defensive mind he's, he used to be a defensive coordinator for Alabama mm -hmm. um I mean he's done great I mean we, we're known for our defense we don't have a great offense like that's yeah, what we're known exactly, for so I exactly. like it can be done I just feel like historically it's better if you're an offensive mind to be a quarterback uh because you got to score I mean you just got to score more points than the other team oh yeah so that's what it boils down to exactly so yeah. um for us I I like I would have loved to have him on the Falcons because Dean Pease retired True. and it, I, I thought that would have been you know neat to get him but you know it is what it is Falcons are I'm not I'm not holding my breath about the Falcons <laughs> or anything like that so yeah but yeah. for sure overall good hire I, th I mean that definitely you know Vikings figured it out offensively this season that's for sure um and with pretty limited pieces I feel you know that's it's the Justin Jefferson show, and then you're running with Kirk Cousins, who's pretty inconsistent. So the fact their offense looked as good as it did at, at so many moments, you know, definitely more to build on, right? And I think it gets so easy to get lost in the NFL cycle of coaching changes, coaching changes. Like, people were calling for Mike McDaniel's job uh, in Miami this year, right, uh, For just because just of the end of the season. But everyone everyone doesn't value letting a head coach come in and sit. And I'm glad the Vikings aren't doing any overreacting uh, with Kevin O'Connell and, you know, doing anything crazy. They're just like, hey, let's get the defensive coordinator out of here. That was clearly our biggest weakness. Let's bring in a new guy. O'Connell, 
stay in, hang tight. Let's keep running this offense like we should. So overall, great hire for the Vikings. Their defense was absolutely their their shortcoming a lot of the times. And then, of course, the streakiness of Kirk Cousins, which uh we'll have all off season to talk about <laughs> so uh, we'll go to the next uh hire of the day here credit to flores happy for him for the defensive coordinator position there in minnesota and we've got another defensive coordinator hire here so D'Amico ryan's the 49ers defensive coordinator from this year as you guys know he took the head coaching job for the texans this coming uh for this coming off season and season so they had to replace him and they actually replaced him with steve wilkes uh who is is Carolina, the Carolina Panthers interim head coach, who me and Bob were both raving about last week, that we were bummed to see him not get the job and Frank Wright get it over him. You know, we we both had a strong opinion on that. So it's really great to see Steve Wilkes come into a very successful, very stacked roster, uh, reunited with Christian McCaffrey, funny enough. So two, two Carolina guys going to San Francisco. And, you know, he'll be holding it down as the defensive coordinator there. He's got big shoes to fill for sure. But I think after what we saw with the pieces that he had in in Carolina, right, to make such a great resurgence at the end of the season uh, speaks to the character of that one. So love that hire. I know we're both big Wilkes fans. You got got anything you want to say to good old Steve, Bob? Yeah, I think it's probably – I mean, we'll see what happens with him in San Fran. We'll see if that – if that's what it takes to get him over the hump, I mean, you know, some quarterback injuries uh, cause their uh, downfall, mm. I, I guess, per se, this Definitely. season. So it's not necessarily the defense's fault and bringing in Wilkes, I think, is it it fills a need and I don't think it's going to be – their defense is – I mean, their defense is great already. It's already, so exactly. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not expecting <laughs> it to – it may it may decrease a little bit, you know. They may have some some growing pains and stuff like that. For sure, but um, I think they're going to be just fine with the roster that they got. Absolutely, so. yeah, totally agree. So, two defensive coordinators on the docket. We still got lots of offensive coordinator positions to fill. Um, I don't believe we covered this last week, so just off the top of my head here. Schottenheimer, he's back in the NFL now. He is the new, quote, offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. I say, quote, because Mike McCarthy is now going to be doing the play calling. And Schottenheimer was on the Cowboys staff last year as an offensive consultant. So I'm sure that role is going to look the same. Seems like another just moving in the same place move for the Cowboys like just clat you know Jerry Jones has thought they are there to win a Super Bowl for the last five years and this is another move that just it feels like not much is going to change to be honest with you like it, it doesn't doesn't blow me away uh I saw a pretty rough chart of Schottenheimer's career in the <laughs> in the past here uh some some really funny highlights being that you know he was the offense or he was the quarterbacks coach for the Redskins when they were one of the worst offenses in the league he was the coordinators for the Rams back in 2012 through 2014 when they were bottom like third of the league he was Georgia's offensive coordinator funny enough in 2015 uh the year Mark Rick got fired when Georgia was 85th in offense in the nation so not a great resume for for Brian Schottenheimer here uh but it sounds like he's going to be more of a sounding board for mike mccarthy and and less of a dedicated coordinator so yeah what what, what do you think bob seems like a cowboys move through and through right like <laughs> yeah i mean there's not a whole i think you've, you've pretty much spoken everything that can be said about schottenheimer so i i i 
am going to default to, to <laughs> your your opinion on this one. And um, any good we'll memories from that. him and UGA twenty fifteen watching the dogs cry? <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't even. Know, I was not even aware that he was with the Bulldogs in twenty fifteen. But I do remember. <laughs> That may have been Hunter Mason's year at quarterback, and you may say, Hunter Mason, who's that? Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he was actually remember. the offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach, too, so it's even funnier you say that. <laughs> Let me see. i got to look this up. I'm going to look up. Hunter Mason. Let's see. Hunter Mason, right? Grayson, it was Grayson Lambert. It was the one year in between. Lambert. Oh I gosh. remember Lambert. Dude. Oh, I <laughs> horrid <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that was that was a bad deal Easton started in 16 the year after that when we thought we had something there with him and then yep. he got injured and Jake Fromm took over and then oh yeah, yeah anyways so wow that was that was I think that was the year after Hunter Mason or a couple years after Hunter Mason because Aaron it goes I think it went Aaron Murray Hunter Mason then Grayson Lambert like one or two years we had risk anyways yeah that was that was a bad deal bad deal (laughs) so so history not speaking great but uh, yeah i think he's he's probably just mike mccarthy's sounding board i'm sure big old mike is gonna take the bull by the horns here and deliver jerry a super bowl next year as as the cowboys as everyone knows they've won the super bowl the last five years so you know six years straight it's gonna be a crazy time for the cowboys credit to (laughs) credit to mike mccarthy yeah. Oh boy. So, all that being said, we'll hop in. We got just a fun segment for you guys. Uh, if you don't know, it is Super Bowl week, which means if you turn on the TV to ESPN, CBS Sports, FS1, you name it, NFL Network, the only thing you're gonna see is a Chiefs logo and an Eagles logo. You're gonna see the same recycled. Oh, here's a storyline about the backup left guard and his you know what he did for the kids in his hometown you know just pulling random stories out of thin air uh so we're gonna avoid the overkill super bowl talk here and bob and i we actually just picked our favorite super bowl from our lifetime so we've each got our favorite super bowl here and bob you wanna you wanna do the honors you want me to start off up to you you know you go ahead you take it first i'll Um, grab it first here so my favorite Super Bowl, it's got to be Super Bowl 44. Funny enough, hosted in Miami. I, I didn't know until I was starting to do research on it because this was back in 2010. So this is a very fond memory for me because this was the first Super Bowl I went to a Super Bowl watch party for and was like actually interested. And one of my friends, his older brother, came up to me and he's like, oh, did you play fantasy football? So that was the first year I had heard about fantasy football in my life. You know, it was... It was a great, great year. I was 11 years old, just learning about football, and I sat down, watched the entire game. All my friends were upstairs, do it, you know, playing whatever on on Xbox or the GameCube, and I actually sat downstairs. All the parents, because I was so invested in this game, because it, it was such a fun one. Saints got out, or sorry, Colts got out to an early 10-0 lead. Saints make it 10-6 at halftime, and then everyone remembers this play. The Saints were kicking the ball off to start the second half. And instead of just a traditional kickoff, they do an onside kick and recover it at halftime, which was unheard of to that moment. It was absolutely electric. Still remember watching it. Drew Brees was 
second to none that day 32 for 39 288 yards and two touchdowns uh obviously i researched i didn't remember the stats or anything but i've researched the stats <laughs> to remind myself um and in the research got some fun facts here so here's a really funny one uh super bowl 44 was actually the first matchup between between two quarterbacks on opposite sides that both had 4,000 yards passing uh, this was obviously still when the NFL was a, I believe it was still, yeah, 16 game season, but crazy because nowadays, you know, 4,000 yards just seems like the default, right? Like you're a great quarterback if you, if you hit 4,000 there. So uh, it's crazy that that was the very first one with, with two guys with 4,000, you know, you, you had it, it was drama all the way up to the end. The Saints were up, uh, I believe it was 20, yeah, 24, 17. The Colts are driving down the field and then Peyton Manning throws a pick six on the 20 yard line, 75 yard return by uh, Tracy Morgan. And that was the game, 31, 17. So absolutely electric of course the picture of drew Brees holding his kid up with the super bowl trophy everyone everyone knows that picture uh i still you know i remember watching that live it was a great time really the first time in my life i i got hooked on football i think i was you know into it like 2008 2007 probably but i would only watch if dolphins are on tv you know you're a kid it's very casual uh but that was the first time i was like wow i want everything to do with football i i want i want to breathe this so absolutely legendary matchup Peyton Manning Drew Brees you know uh, it's going to be a while before we have another matchup like that uh, absolute veterans on the set you know this was Reggie Bush Saints this was Marcus Colston Pierre Thomas if you remember him Jeremy Shockey uh, in, in his prime this on the Colts side you had Dallas Clark Pierre Garcon Reggie Wayne like all these classic names that whenever you know they're classic for us because that's right we were 11 and you were probably like nine or ten right when this Super Bowl happens so this is classic for us so a lot of people listening you may have lived through that I know if my dad's listening that's you know he probably watched them from rookies to retirement but it was a crazy crazy Super Bowl love to kind of reminisce on that one and you know that was the introduction of football so of course a little bias but man what what a what a great bowl so how, how do you yeah what do you remember Super Bowl 44 Bob how do you remember it so this was I don't know it was 2010, so it was... Yeah. Uh, meant, yeah. No, was this... I think I remember this one. Yeah, I was t I was about to turn 10. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, that's literally, yeah. what, 13 years ago today? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no wow. kidding. 13 years yeah. ago today, pretty much. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I remember this one. I remember it vaguely because I wasn't super interested in NFL football at the time. Yeah. And so I was just kind of... It was the Super Bowl, so of course... We had it on exactly, um, but it was one of those times where like we didn't. Me and my family just stayed at home, and we didn't watch it. Usually, we went over to like a neighbor's house or something like that. Yeah. Um, and this was one of the times where we just like, I don't know, we got put to bed or something like that. And then my parents were like, <laughs> "Oh, you want to see the end of the Super Bowl?" And we we're like, "Yeah, sure, oh, nice. why not?" <laughs> those are the best. Come out, and we're like, "Oh, it's thirty-one seventeen. Nice, <laughs> you missed the cool. pick six. And then, we, and then we see the yeah it was just yeah and then we saw you know drew Brees celebrating oh, i yeah. remember that 
Oh, yeah. Um, What's the all-time Super Bowl image? I'm sure if the NFL could put one picture of a Super Bowl, right? Is that, is that the one, the video of him holding his kid? Oh, yeah, kid with, with the, the confetti with confetti yeah. headphones. Yeah, Super yeah, Bowl trophy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's see, that's the, that's the only part of this Super Bowl that I remember yep. because we didn't get to – I didn't really – soak it all in at that point i was 10 oh yeah you're you're 10 no exactly yeah (laughs) yeah so but yeah i was as a special i I vaguely remember it vaguely remember it one of the one of my earlier nfl memories i will say yeah probably and Um, it's other than like michael vick with with the falcons so but yeah oh true true michael oh my gosh yeah wow what that's a throwback too holy oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) So, yeah, that's about it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, I think yeah. – and I'm trying to look right now. Yeah, so to put in perspective, this season, Patrick Mahomes has 5,250 passing yards going into this Super Bowl. And Jalen Hurts, um, with 200 less passing attempts than Patrick Mahomes, has 3,700. So even Jalen Hurts is almost at that 4K mark. So definitely the norm now, but I just thought that was a really cool fun fact with it, um, with especially with just two two legends in there, right? So – Crazy, crazy time to be alive for sure. What what Super Bowl do you have for us, Bob? Yeah, so uh, this one was like the first Super Bowl that I actually kind of started caring about, um, like the NFL. Yeah, and it's ironic because I was actually so the 2012 Super Bowl with Sweet. the Giants and and the Patriots. Yep, and I was a tom brady stan at that point <laughs> no I way tom brady. in your life dude, yeah. wow i was on the look tom brady train <laughs> dude i know now i'm a, i'm an app he's the villain he is the villain because you know, for, I know we, oh, we were yeah. texting earlier and you oh, yeah. brought up 2018 as a joke yep. so, you know, <laughs> yeah tom brady is a villain in atlanta so oh, yeah uh, i mean pretty much everywhere he's a villain let's be honest so we're just like I'm a kid. I'm 12 years old. I love Tom Brady. <laughs> I am like I made my dad. I remember I made my dad go to like a bunch of stores because I wanted a Tom Brady jersey <laughs> in so Georgia bad to wear. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I wanted to a Tom Brady jersey. I wanted to wear it to the Super Bowl. So we spent like That's the days so awesome. leading up to the Super Bowl, like driving around. Like, looking for a Tom Brady jersey. We went to, like, Walmart. We were hoping it was the Super Bowl. My dad's like, maybe they'll have one at Walmart, and it'd probably be cheap. It's yeah. a Walmart jersey. Yeah, yeah. They had nothing. They had nothing. I was so <laughs> disappointed. Crazy. I was like, oh, I'm cheering my man. Um, you know, Tom, my man. So, oh, man, yeah. What a time. And, like, my cousins, they're, they're Patriots fans. Oh, um, boy, so you had my, the influence, yeah. <laughs> my uncle, he's from, he's from New England. Well, he's from... Um, Massachusetts, Massachusetts yeah. not this yeah not necessarily New England I'm not exactly sure what part he's from but he's from that area mm-hmm. so he's um you know he's he's a Patriots fan he's a Red Sox fan whatever and so we had a little bit of influence there but not much it was just kind of like I just I just like Tom Brady and wanted Jersey yeah so anyways to get on with it they I mean it was crazy because it was a matchup between two of you know all-time great quarterbacks between yep. Tom Brady and Eli Manning in this matchup and the Giants completely unexpected to be in this one because they're they were like 9 and 7 that season mm-hmm. and the Patriots were like 13 and 3 or something so everyone was picking the Patriots to win that game yep. and 
I mean, probably rightfully so. They were a really good squad. I mean, that was, I'm pretty sure Aaron Hernandez, you know, uh, he was, I think you're, I think he yeah, was, a, I think, I think right. he was, the, you know, he was a freshman on that yeah. you know, rookie, rookie on that. Rookie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rookie Aaron Hernandez. Um, but yeah, I think he made his appearance in that game. Um, yeah, let me. Yeah, but, you're right. Aaron Hernandez was the leading receiver. Eight catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. That was wow. That was Wes Welker and Gronk and everything too. Yeah. Dude, dude, crazy. Yep. It was it was a crazy time. Um, and even like the halftime show. I remember. I think it was the most watched halftime show of all time. And it was like Madonna. Madonna I remember yeah. it was. And it was. Um, Jeez, it was MIA. I'd never heard of her before. I still don't even know who she is to this day. And I was like, She's paper, who paper is planes, that paper planes. <laughs> and and Nicki Minaj and it was like CeeLo Green. There was just oh, yeah. this crazy this crazy like Holy crap, I remember that. <laughs> just dude, I know. Yeah. I know. You're right. I remember I, I literally remember because like I went to school the next day and there was like memes about MIA or something like that. I remember I don't even remember what it was. I just it was yeah, it was just funny yeah and it was the beginning of the game was crazy because they started with a the giants got a uh force the patriots into their own territory with a deep punt and then they started off the game with a safety yep so the giants went up uh-huh. to nothing which was crazy it was like <laughs> Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Two zero, yeah and yeah. i was and i you know i'm cheering for tom brady and the patriots and i'm like what are we doing uh, <laughs> And I was so mad throughout this entire game because I was like, man, Tom Brady sucks. He's doing such a terrible job of losing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made a $5 bet with one of my friends too. Like, classic, I was like in on, this, in on the Patriots. 12, 13 um, years old, overly passionate for no reason. <laughs> the yeah, classic time. Yeah. yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> and then it was it, – they went up. So they scored a touchdown. It was 9 nothing. And then I think the Patriots got a touchdown and a field goal yep. to make it ten nine to go into the half. And then I was, you know, it was a it was a good game. It was a close game. Yeah. Um. And then I think that you know the Giants' defense was was pretty good in this game, able in they are limiting um, Brady and and the Patriots to scoring. You know, I mean, the final score was only twenty one to seventeen. So the Patriots yeah. only scored another touchdown once the rest of that game in the second half um and so i remember dude this is that was good old justin tucker wasn't it that was yeah justin or justin tuck uh roly entre roll he was (laughs) steven gostkowski was on dude yeah think about victor cruz remember victor cruz the salsa yeah yeah, you're oh of course of course could never forget victor cruz yeah yeah and yeah you mentioned jpp and that was you know I remember he kind of that was my first kind of exposure to him, and then oh, I, yeah. I remember that he was he was kind of a big deal, and then he had that incident with the fireworks and everything. He's still a good player, <laughs> yeah. but like, lost a finger. That's, that's all I think of. Yeah. Fireworks in twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, that's all I think I remember of. That. I mean, Danny Woodhead. I mean, you can go down the list and just name off all these like guys that are like, geez, that guy was on that team. Yep. Just like, I mean, you know that they were on that team, but when you say it, you're like, whoa. Like, Here, here's a nostalgia. crazy. Here's a crazy one. One catch for twenty one yards. Chad Johnson, or also known as Chad Ochocinco, was on that dude, Patriots dude. team. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I didn't either until wow. I'm looking at the box score right now, and I'm like, wait, what? No way. <laughs> Chad Johnson. That's in, like that's after the name change and everything. Because <laughs> he was Ochocinco for so long. 
Like, yeah. crazy. Some all, all-time rosters between both of these yeah. teams, seriously. For real. And, like, in EY, I think EY won MVP that, yep. like, that game. And he, I mean, he played pretty well. He only had, a, he only had one touchdown, I think, that entire game. But... Other than that, yeah. like I think, I, mean, I think 40. his only touchdown was to Victor Cruz. Yep, thirty for, 40, 30 for forty, two ninety-six and a tutty. That's exact. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, thirty for forty is pretty. It's pretty nice. Pretty, pretty nice. Pretty yeah. nice. It's yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that was just that's one of my most memorable, or I would say memorable, um, Super Bowls, and probably I wouldn't say a core memory, but like. I remember that night just nostalgia. so vividly because oh, yeah. it was in my neighbor's basement. They had just finished their basement. We were watching on a projector screen. I was like, "No way!" The projector screen. Like, this is like the first projector I've ever seen used in in real life. I was like, "This is sick." We this just had like these in school. A bigger TV. Yeah, exactly. I was like, "This is like a bigger TV. This is sick." So it's just like great. It was like one of my first. It, I'm not, I would be lying if I said it was like one of my first Super Bowl parties, but it was like yeah. one of the first Super Bowl parties that I like I actually paid watched the game the and game. invested yeah. in the game and like yeah. Oh, exactly. That was that so. was the same for Saints and Colts. Like you know, I'd been to Super Bowl parties, but I just you know all the kids go do whatever, right? But that that one yeah, was the you first. Just run around that one was the first game where I was sitting downstairs. Whatever, yeah. yeah, exactly. First game where you're sitting downstairs, like oh my god, oh my god, this is awesome. You know what I remember? Oh my gosh, yeah, I have the glaring so. Patriots and Giants, they faced off in 2008, too. That was the infamous, you know, 16-0 and Patriots to get beat by the David yeah. Tyree catch. This game, you do you remember the tightrope Mario Manningham catch that they reviewed for, like, five minutes because they couldn't believe Manningham got – it was – Oh, I'll have to I'll have to send it to you after this because it it was so so sweet. What Mario Manning. Uh, it was this one. The, so the one you uh, the one you brought up, 2012. So oh. Mario Manningham on the sideline, t- like tightrope catch, fourth quarter. That was like their uh, their touchdown drive, I believe, wasn't it? Am I remembering it, it right? Was it the one where Ahmad, where Ahmad Bradshaw like didn't he try to not get a touchdown right? Like he sat down at the goal line and fell into the end zone because they didn't want to leave. That could yeah because they left too much time on the clock for on the clock. for Brady yeah because he scored at at a minute and four seconds when they were right on the yeah six yard line. So, so I'm I'm looking at the yardage here, but yeah, I remember yeah. specifically that was like the first moment uh, where a running back was like intentionally trying not to score, but did it. It's like. Todd Gurley, how whatever many years ago, uh, for the Falcons, right, and so many other quarter or running backs have done that too. But yeah, I I remember that game very. Man, Hakeem Nicks, ten catches for 109 yards. That Dude, that Giants receiving that. core was elite, Cruz bro. Nicks. Victor yeah, Cruz, Hakeem Nicks, and Mario Manningham, three dudes. Not to mention they had uh, Bradshaw, and I remember I remember Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs very well because I love I love a like Derrick Henry style running back, and both of those dudes <laughs> were were Derrick Henry style running backs that would just run people over. I I absolutely loved loved watching watching the Giants that year. They were they were sweet, man. That was such a great Super Bowl, actually. Yeah, it's a uh, dude. What a what All a Super time. Bowl to be like my first memory. Yeah. Another one that I don't remember what year it was, but another one of my earlier ones is the Cardinals and the, yeah. the Steelers. Dude, yeah. my cousin one of my cousins is a Cardinals fan and one is a Steelers fan, so I remember that one as well because that was like after the game, like we, you know, got on 
like just got on a phone call and, and they were both talking and gonna talk around each other like oh that's such fear because that was a close one too i remember i i was i was debating too between like i still remember the packers steelers super bowl where like when rogers had like donald driver jordy nelson greg jennings like that whole uh they had a that was an honorable mention to them for sure and then what what would you say is one in the last five years? Probably Eagles, Patriots, I, I would say. That would be my Dude, my unfortunately, pick well, I mean, if we're taking 2018 in consideration, that's probably, I mean, that's probably the best comeback of all time. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. unfortunately for and it's, yeah. <laughs> <dude>. Yep. <laughs> if we're going to pick one, if we're going to pick an all-time Super Bowl game, it's – kind of it kind of has to be that it, one. it does uh, have to i i, I yeah. <laughs> it does Dude, one of the most disappointing games too Dude, was so um denver and oh, seattle yeah well, that game was an absolute and, and remember that and that was a safety first play of the game too the snap went over peyton manning's head and he oh and he gosh, jumped on it at the end and the, the seahawks won like 40 to 6 or something like that it was Dude, it was, it was silly that was and that was they, wasn't they that the their, year right after they won or was that the year before they won the broncos was that oh I, man uh, now i gotta i think it was the year on. before I'll 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 look it up because they but that was they went to two back to back. Okay, yeah, it was. Let's see, it was the year after. So it was the year after the Harbaugh Bowl, which that's another honor we mentioned. Because I remember uh, the Harbaugh Bowl, uh, oh, Niners Ravens, where the power went out and everything. I remember, yeah. I remember that one. Like that's me and my dad went to um, went out. Like I think we watched that at Taco Mac. Uh, if I don't rem- if I don't remember right, but. Uh, yeah, so let's see. So 2014 was 43 to eight. The Seahawks absolutely murdered the Broncos, and that was with it wasn't with rookie Russell Wilson. It was with second year Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson got drafted 2012 with Andrew Luck, Kirk Cousins, and all them. Um, so yeah, that was still a very young Russell Wilson. That was le- prime Legion of Boom too. Um, the, I was about to say, dude, yeah. Legion of Boom. They that probably well yeah. arguably one of the best defenses ever in the history of the nfl dude the arguably mvp the mvp was yeah. a defensive player malcolm smith for, what, for the seahawks what? one interception nine tackles a fumble I recovered remember, and dude, a touchdown yeah. absolute in lot for a linebacker linebacker mvp malcolm smith like that's hey good yeah. tri- that's good trivia for <laughs> for sure that's really good trivia because i'm sure everyone if you Just asked the him, last person i would have guessed oh to, yeah not the last person but on like, that defense you think, though like, bobby wagger richard sherman like cam dude, chancellor um, bro cam oh chancellor. my gosh oh my cliff averill prime cliff averill too oh boy <laughs> Yeah, Dude, that, that was like, and that's that when Seahawks, yeah, that's when Seahawks went back to back too, because they murdered the Broncos that year, and then the next year was the all-time Marshawn Lynch on the one-yard line, didn't run the ball, the Patriots, Malcolm yeah. Butler. Man, there have been so. 2010 through 2018 was a run of Super Bowls, bro. Of, yeah, man. Of history. And then, and then there's the so yeah. Broncos won it's, 50 except for the blowout. Yeah, except for the blowout. But even then, I I guess it's cool to have the linebacker MVP. That's a cool stat. But yeah, yeah Super Bowl 50 is when the Broncos finally got back there. So it took the Broncos with Peyton Manning. How many more? Three more years? Yeah, so three more. 2016. Or 2014 to 2016. So two more years, and Manning retired after that one because he finally had as many rings as Eli, right? That was (laughs) always the joke with the Mannings is is Eli always had, like, the same or one more than Peyton throughout (laughs) throughout their career. So, yeah, Bronco, that's when, wow, 
moment of silence for for Super Bowl Fifty because that's the last time we saw Cam Newton play good football. Like, Bro. holy! Like, I've never seen one game ruin an entire man's career. Like, I I, I still to this day don't think he's recovered. For, well, I mean, obviously, if he hasn't recovered, like he i remember i remember he stormed out of his like post game presser uh he like went radio silent for a while like that game absolutely ruined cam newton because von miller ate him up that game that was the what was the key moment of that wasn't it the the fumble right the fumble that cam newton didn't jump on and von miller yeah 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 man that one was a good one too who was the i think von miller was uh mvp yeah von miller six tackles two and a half sacks two forced fumbles in a super bowl that's that's crazy Abs- man. that's that one that that is a stat <laughs> if, you, if that's a great defensive stat this line is for getting the super me bowl. this is getting me a little bit excited no kidding for the super bowl no it's kidding. just it's i just i've been so unimpressed lately it's it's because you it's you know what you still have stuck in your head it's the 13 to 3 super bowl with the re- which honestly oh, which man. honestly i think it Listen, I know a lot of people don't like the Super Bowl. They hate that Super Bowl, but that was a phenomenal like def- defensive like that was oh, the 100%. ultimate that was the ultimate chess like chess play Belichick um and Sean McVay going at it Brady and Goff couldn't do anything <laughs> for the like 13 yeah. to 3. Like Julian Edelman was MVP and his stat line was just 10 catches for 140 yards. So his MVP trophy was literally, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown's average week in fantasy this year, right? <laughs> like, you know, like, or Justin Jefferson's average, you know, average week in fantasy. So it goes to show that the offense was, you know, brutal there. I'm honestly surprised they didn't name a uh, defensive player, but maybe it was just spread out and there weren't that many key plays, right? It, that can happen too. When it's when a whole just when a like defense was, plays yeah. as a unit, it there is no star, right? Like it just drags. Yeah. Everyone's making plays all over the place, but yeah that's because then what after after that and then you know what you're also thinking of that chiefs tampa game where mahomes just did not have an offensive line and he was making he was making all those so you're right in the last like five years there have been there have been two duds we'll call it because 20 or 2017 sorry 2017 i think was the falcons comeback and then 2018 yeah 2018 was eagles patriots that's with nick Foles. so 17 and 18 were you know very historical and then it followed up with yeah 13 to 3 then there was the chiefs beating the niners which that was a good one but you know it it would have been more fun if jimmy hit that throw to emmanuel sanders in the back of the end zone right it would have added to it um because that's all i remember from that super bowl is jimmy missing that wide open sand with sanders putting his head hands on his head like no way you just overthrew me in the end zone um and then last year we had a good one for sure that that one was very back and forth so hopefully hopefully we get we get rolling now because you know we're three years into this new decade so we need some we need some highlights because man, 2010 through 2019 was loaded, absolutely loaded with good Super Bowls, yeah. uh, with yeah. the exception of that blowout. Seriously, every every Super Bowl has its crazy moment between you know even 2008 through through that because that's Cardinals Steelers into Saints Colts Packers Steelers you know Giants Patriots again. Harbaugh Bowl, like all of these are one score games by, you know, with huge, huge margins of error that cost, you know, that cost teams. So I'm really hoping for a good one too. Um, you know, 
closing thoughts, I guess, is just I think we're both still riding the Chiefs. You still on the Chiefs here? Yeah, I'd say so. I yeah. probably I'm I, I think I want I think I want the Eagles to win. Um, but I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Yeah. Um it's, I just think it's crazy. I, I'm cheering point, for I'm cheering for Nicobe and Jordan Davis. That's fair. Uh, those are my those UGA, are my guys. pull for but, the UGA guys, yeah. Exactly. Sure. But also you look on the other side of the coin, they got Miko Hardman and then um They've got another guy from UGA slipping my mind. I, I don't know. If Is Snead from UGA? No. No. no he's not. I, th- I feel like he's an LSU guy. You might be right. Yeah. yeah. Nicole should be back too. But yeah, no, should be should be a great bowl. Let's all all keep the positive vibes out there for another historic Super Bowl. You know, it's a Vegas thinks it'll be a close one you know it's a one and a half point spread and it's held at one and a half for the last two weeks you know usually there's some sort of movement um even betting on the chiefs it's just one for one so it's not like you're getting crazy odds if you bet on the chiefs to win it all you're just you know 10 bucks for 10 eagles you'd get you know eight bucks you bet 10 so uh it's vegas is saying it's going to be a close one we'll see what actually happens uh but we hope you guys enjoyed the kind of different different outlook here because man the super bowl talk gets so exhausting like when you talk about one game for two weeks i i can't even turn on espn or nfl network right now because i'm yeah. like i've heard it all i i know we we know what the storylines are <laughs> we, we get it so yeah should have a fun one countdown from this recording is what five days i think uh yeah five days from now so we will be back with you guys next week either you know monday or tuesday i'm sure uh, and we'll have a Super Bowl to recap, and then we will start getting into that off-season period where we're going to start going draft diving again. We'll get into free agency. So much content out there. We, we're back. We're almost at one year. We'll do something special for the one-year anniversary because uh, we started around March of last year, I think, or end of February. So uh, credit to us. Hanging tight here, and we will catch you guys next week. Yep. Later, guys.